Welcome to Nightlight, our home movie podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knights. Alongside me, we got Freddy. Always giving it spoopy. Always in Papa. Also known as Nighty Night. David obviously is not here. We explained that in the last episode. So if you're just going joining us, uh, yeah, we have a third co-host that you'll hear on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> we in studio. <laughs> We're in a studio, and he cannot be in the studio. Uh, but anyway, we are still a group of knights with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror. This is a podcast that takes a different horror film to break down, discuss the ultimate question, why horror? So with the lights, sit back and let the darkness envelope you. If you like that and want extra horror-related content, head over to patreon.com slash nightlightpod. That's night with a what? And keeping things going with our uh, below 50 months. At this point, it's fucking below 30. (laughs) (laughs) But our below 50, almost below 30 month. Um, With a little ditty. But before we talk about this little ditty, I'm going to give a very special shout out to our patrons over on patreon.com slash nightlightpod this night with a K. Okay. Special shout out to Lizzie, Josh, Vaughn, Alexis, Johnny, Layla, Eric, Kelly, Brenna, Daniel, Cheyenne, Carrie, Stu, Brandon, Anna, Stephanie, Calvin, Drew, also known as our Silent Night. Andrew, Scary Stuff Podcast, Samantha, Patrick, uh, Willow, Jessica, Jared, Petra, Jasmine, Chantal, Rio, Mark, Jesse, Joe, Kaylee, Rob, and last but certainly not least, Freddie. Thank you, Freddie. No problem. Seriously, thank you, everybody, so much for keeping the lights on, keeping our producer fed, and the whole gambit. Now, the film that we're going to be discussing tonight, Darkness Falls. First and foremost, Freddy, thoughts? Um, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah? Um, it's one of those movies that, oh, okay, it's, it's a very hard movie to describe for me. Um, especially like rewatching it today, I was like, oh, this doesn't make sense a lot of times. Um, especially <laughs> with the character development, but at the same time, I like let it pass because I feel like I have a very strong connection with this movie. I think I told you the story before, right? Maybe. Yeah, like... Um, I probably said it on the podcast at some point where I like I lost a tooth on my way out of the theater, which is like when you always watch like, this one. Me. Yeah, <laughs> um, that sucks. So that's something that's always to be like part of my mind, and it's always like from that theater that like got shut down like a year later, and it was like creepy and looking and stuff like that. So that was like one what of the last movies I saw. Um, if people know where South San Francisco is, it's a uh, South San Francisco near the San Bruno entrance area. Uh, like what What was the name of the theater? Uh, it was a Century Theater. It was a Century Theater? Yeah. Is it the one that was like, that only had like 10 theaters inside of it? Yeah. It was like super small. Yeah, and it had like, the Starcade. People like just pissed in the seats or there was like rats running around. That's why they yeah. shut down. Yeah. Yeah. It was not the one theater. by Staples. Yes. Yeah. That was a terrible yeah, theater. Terrible theater. <laughs> terrible theater. Right? Yeah. But with great movies like Darkness Falls. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Darkness Falls is one of those things where, like, I love it because it's like a a fairy tale. And they kind of really describe that as it is <coughs> in the me. movie as well, where it's kind of like a cautionary tale to what you tell your kids and you kind of see it uh, come to life and stuff like that. So I always like yeah. that. Even like the movie, uh, I want to say it's Hans on Gretel, but they're like they're battling Hansel. vampires. Oh, yeah. Hans on Gretel. Mm-hmm. I think it's just called Hans on Gretel. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has the guy who plays Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that movie too. It's like, this movie is not good, but it's so much fun. And I think this movie is so much fun. Sure. Like, it's very entertaining. I think it's just like, 
I think what could have made this movie stronger is less is more. They should have gone like with the Jaws effect that we talked about. It's like, I think they show her too much and she doesn't look great. But at the same time, like the sound effects in this movie, I was like, damn, you sound terrifying. Like, yeah, I do not uh, want to go. Yeah. Like, the sound <laughs> effects is so disturbing to me. Where it's like, yeah, I, if I heard that sound in the dark <laughs> and I'm like, like, a, like. It's a very, very much used a lot in like James Wan films, I feel nah, like. Now. Yeah. But like, this is the one where like, I feel like it started it for me to hear that sound. And I'm just like, no. Yeah, kind of that raspy that moan. Yeah. Like. And I love the opening scene. I think the opening scene is probably one of the strongest moments in this movie where it makes it very scary and very frightening. Um, it's very effective. Mm-hmm. And we get those like hardcore rock music in between scenes, which is kind of interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, it plays on the fear of like people who are afraid of the dark. Cool. That too. Awesome yeah, yeah, aspects. Yeah. You got the fairy tale aspect. I feel like you this have... movie needed to be darker for that to really work for me. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, granted, yeah, you're not seeing shit if it is darker, but, like, I don't know. I think they could have done more with how they edit the movie where you don't really see what's going on. But at the same time, that's the scary part of it. It's like people are just, like, getting snatched up. Like, it always reminds me of the scene from Jurassic Park 2 where they're, like, running in the tall grass and you don't see the raptors. You just see people people get, like, pulled. Like, if you see, like, people just getting pulled from, like, hallway to hallway in the dark and not see what is actually grabbing them, but you hear the sound effects. Yeah. I think that's more effective. Yeah, that would probably be way better. Um, But by showing her, it's like, okay, I get it. The folklore of, like, if you stare at her, then you're, like, screwed. But we could just see their facial expressions of them seeing her. Yeah. And not actually see her until, like, maybe the very end. That's, like, a a reveal, right? Right. Because that was, like, a part of it, right? Like, they, they couldn't they're not supposed to look at her or right. once you look at her she then chooses you to die yeah which yeah. is interesting yeah like a lot of it is just like there's a, there's a expositions like hey just take this this information is valid because we say it is yeah and that's okay <laughs> um but i don't know yeah i think you're looking it up i don't know if it's a real folklore because uh, she pulls out a folklore like a uh, fairy tale book and it showed like how to defeat her. And I'm like, did someone write this book after the legend? <laughs> or is this actually a legend? But they never know. explain it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I just know that there's this folklore about uh, Kuchisaki Ona, which is a Japanese folklore about the woman who had her face like gashed. And she supposedly the story goes like if she you're walking alone or whatever and it only happens to men if you're walking alone or whatever she'll come up to you and and ask you um if she's pretty and if you say no um she kills you or if you say nothing she kills you um so kind kind of reminds me of that um but yeah um yeah, I don't like this movie at all. What? <laughs> <laughs> I I hate this movie, to be actually honest with you. Um, I, it was a bit rough for me watching this one. Um, I, I, I haven't seen it in years. I remember not liking this movie when I first watched it. And I was like, oh, I wonder if my feelings changed, you know? Right. Um, no, they didn't. So, like... You know, I agree with what you're saying on, like, what could possibly make this movie better um, because of the fact that it was it was just a lot of things that were going for it that didn't really 
it was just too much, I guess, for for some things. But I just didn't like how they had the main representation of the fairy, the tooth fairy or Matilda, whatever you want to call her, Um, because it it just didn't make sense. Like she was supposed to be this Freddy Krueger esque type of person, and I didn't right. really get that vibe. Like, and why? Like, I don't know. I just didn't get that vibe. <laughs> well, I will be honest. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that makes no sense. A lot, and it's just like you're the just movie to, itself doesn't the make movie sense. Movie just <laughs> wants you to accept what they're throwing at you. They're like, all right, right these are the, the mechanics. This the rules. If you stare at her, it's like why. It doesn't matter why, but this is yeah. how it goes. Yeah. And it's like, as long as you like, you take yourself out of that element and you kind of like close your brain and just watch it. I'm like, yeah, it's fun. It's very entertaining. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't have any fun it, with like, this. <laughs> it's funny because we analyze film and like, when I mean, you great, analyze yeah. this movie, you're like, uh, none of this works. Yeah, no. And no. I, I was like, so this is a bad movie. Ron, <laughs> I was like, okay, this makes sense with the below 50 and it's probably below 10 because I think it's 9%. Um, yeah, it's 9%. But I feel like it still holds a lot of value and a lot of, a lot of great scares. And um, we'll talk I, I like the it. mechanics a little bit, but yeah, none of it makes sense for it to work. But at the same time, it's like, all right, but like, I'm just going to watch it. Just watch it. Fair. But yeah, Fair. we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Well, well, let's talk about it right now. Let's just jump straight in to Darkness Falls, which is directed by Jonathan L- uh, Lisbisman. Whatever. Released <laughs> January 24th, 2003. Runtime of one hour and 26 minutes with a budget of $11 million. And a box office of $47.5 million with wow. a whopping rating of 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think this movie deserved 9%. I'll say that now. And I'm not saying that as a joke. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, it deserves less. Like, I, I legit think, like, this <laughs> it movie... deserves 12%. <laughs> I think this movie at least deserves to be in the 20s or 30s. Um, like, I don't think it needs to be that low. Right. I think probably around 80s, 90s. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Yeah, I, I, I would say 50, d- 60. Okay. <laughs> That's still real high. <laughs> we open to images fading out to show an old town of people as a man narrates. He says, 150 years in the town of Darkness Fall, Matilda Dixon was adored by all children. She would give them a gold coin whenever they would bring her a lost tooth, earning her name as the Tooth Fairy. Why are you taking these kids' teeth? Just accept it. No. She's a woman that No, what are you doing? She likes teeth. Why? I don't know. That's fucking weird. Don't okay. like I would I Except would easily friends. tell Matilda like Leave Matilda get alone. away from my child. Don't you're not you're not getting my child's tooth. I mean she she giving out money. Where's she getting the money? What's her job? I don't know. Take your teeth. It, just kids. Accept it. <laughs> now I just picture her just beating kids' ass and just taking their teeth. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, <laughs> Sharp Objects. <laughs> Have you seen okay, that? Enough. Yeah, this show. Yeah. This show. yeah. It reminds me of the ending of Sharp Objects. I'm just like, what the fuck? Why'd you do that? <laughs> you, didn't, you don't need those teeth. Because. The fuck you need those teeth for? One night her house caught on fire, leaving... Um, her face scarred, her flesh so sensitive to light that she could only go out at night. She would always wear a porcelain mask so no one could look at her face. One day, two kids didn't come home and the townspeople blamed Matilda, hanging her and tearing her mask, exposing her face to the light. With her dying breath, she laid a curse on the town. Okay, so she's a witch now? 
I accept it. No, 100%. I'm not accepting this. I'm fully in. No, this I'm not. Perfect sense. This is character <laughs> development, Prince. This is terrible character development. Why did they blame <laughs> her for the children? What the fuck? Hold on. I don't so, know. So wait a second. So you, you mean to tell me you're Bathsheba and you're the fucking tooth fairy? What's happening here? She collects teeth. They blamed her for killing for kids for no reason. And then she put a wish spell on them. Oh, my fucking God. This makes sense. This no, it doesn't. for storytelling. Like the fact, <laughs> the fact that you like this over Salem, uh, Lords of Salem, is fucking oh beyond God, me. Way better, hundred <laughs> percent beyond me. This is basically Alan Wake, but if it didn't, make Alan sense. Wake is good <laughs> because it makes sense. Like this doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, this is Alan Wake if it didn't make sense. But Alan Wake does make sense. Therefore, yeah. Alan Wake is good. They're both great. No, <laughs> fucking with me. <laughs> the next morning, the two children were safely found in the town, burying their secret alongside her body. Where were they? I don't know. Doesn't matter. It does. <laughs> Some believe that Matilda visits hey, the hey, children I'm on the seen... night they lose their last tooth. Two minutes <laughs> in, we got a full story. <laughs> I'm in. Stupid story. <laughs> I'm invested. I can't with this shit. I was, I was like, okay, I got fucking 20 minutes into this movie. I was like, I'm ready to change this fucking movie. Like it, it got so close to be to text you, be like, the movie has changed. We uh, changed it. I love this movie. You know, make sure you tweet at us afterwards. <laughs> we and know we love this movie. And the people who hate this movie, make sure you really tweet at Freddie. <laughs> Do it. But I just love you know the the fact of like the fire and the. Photos and the glass crack. No, that stuff is cool. Like that, that stuff is cool. Like the visuals so are it? pretty fun. It's cool. Um, yeah, the videos are cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like the story doesn't matter. Story, if cool. <laughs> no, the story for sure matters. <laughs> the fucking narrator the it didn't even sound like he was having a good time narrating this. <laughs> <laughs> Seeking her revenge and fulfilling her curse on anyone that looks at her face. Don't look at me. <laughs> quote, what I took Why? before in kindness, I will take forever in revenge. End quote. Okay. Title shot. Transition to a school bathroom. A kid named Kyle is digging in his mouth for his tooth. Get out of there in the... Ugh. What oh, you doing? Yeah. He looked really old. Like, as as a kid. Like, I I think they were supposed to be in middle school. He's supposed to be like, I don't know, seven, maybe? He's supposed to be seven right I don't now? Oh, fuck. No, he's probably like, what, 12? He looks like he's at least 12. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This was me. I was 12. So I was his age when I saw this movie then. Right. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So that's you digging and, uh, in, in your mouth. Like a Freddy Cougar type sweater jacket. Is he? Let me see. I don't remember. Because I, uh, a little bit. Yeah. When they pan out. There yeah, a little bit. But. Yeah, his mouth starts um, is starting to bleed as he disgustingly spits out the blood all over the fucking bathroom sink. Dude, Ew. the sink is filthy with the his sink blood. sink is disgusting. It looks like a massacre was in there. Jesus. Rinse your mouth. Yeah, that's true. What's wrong with you or not clean. swishing your, ma- your mouth yeah. around? I was ready for the fucking tooth fairy to take him now. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. It does. <laughs> that shit's disgusting. That's <laughs> disgusting. It makes no sense, but it's okay. <laughs> All right. I, I wanted a kid to come and be like, ew, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Later that night, his mom is putting him to bed, wondering if he's going to ask Caitlin to the school dance. I assume she's a single mom. I'm assuming that. Assuming, yeah. So that makes sense in my head. She has a very nice house. She does. Yeah, very nice house. Very long hallway. Very long, stretchy hallway. Scary. Quite scary. Quite yes. scary. You know who also had a very long hallway like this? You. I do not. 
Um, oh. But uh, <laughs> uh, Sixth Sense. They also had a very long hallway, very very similar to this, with the tent that was all the way That's at right. the end of the hallway. Yes. God damn, what a fucking movie! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why haven't we covered that yet? I don't know, but this is we need, pretty we, up there. We gotta get. <laughs> all right, he's silent as he as she claims that he'll do great while kissing his forehead and telling him uh, that she loves him. Uh, she leaves on a good night, staring at him with a look of concern as she closes his door. He gets out of bed, going towards a drawer to take out his last tooth, putting it on the dresser. A shadow flies past his window, the sound of a can knocked over. He goes to check it out, startled by Caitlin, who I'm going to refer to as Cat, st- shouting, boo! Outside of his window. She comes inside, he calls th- that stupid as she calls um, calls him a, w- a wuss. I'm like, damn. Wuss. She's like, oh, you wuss. It's like, okay, get out of my house. <laughs> Asking him about some kid who called a teacher an asshole getting detention for a week. He rushes to pick up and um, he rushes to pick up the uh, tooth and put, or excuse me, he rushes to pick up his underwear and put it away in, in the drawer. <laughs> Um, she asks about what, uh, what he just did. He claims that it was nothing. She brushes it off and, uh, as he picks up his tooth. She invites him to the quarry to go swimming with a few others um, tomorrow. He declines since he has to wake up early for practice. She was like, I, would, I didn't say it was in the morning. <laughs> That's true. Or I guess they're going swimming in the quarry in the middle of the night. I don't know. I mean, it could be but in the middle of the day. A young, young, young Emily, Emily Browning. Browning. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. didn't notice it until like this watch. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Emily Browning. Dope. Dope. Does she still act? She's still in stuff. Last thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was yeah, an American God. Stuff. So I remember that. Yeah. But she did Ghost Ship too, right? Yeah. She was also very young in that. Actually, the same time that this film was recorded. Roughly. Yeah. They came out the same year. Oh, wow. Yeah. For her. <laughs> yeah. Same year. Yeah. And then shortly after that, she did The Uninvited in 2006. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She looks at, the, at his trophies, not believing that he uh, still has them, remembering that he's, he got them in kindergarten. She sits next to him, asking if, if he's sure that he doesn't want to come. He's about to answer when she notices that he's bleeding from his mouth. Kyle brushes it off, as um, admitting that it's just his tooth. Cat asks if it's his last one. He agrees. She calls this one special because he's not a baby anymore. <laughs> Makes sense. It's like, cat, I'm 12. Like, <laughs> she sighs that she has to go, heading back toward his window. He stops her to nervously ask her uh, um, out to the dance. She sits back down next to him, stopping him uh, that she already told her mom that he'll he'll be there at 7. She kisses him, confirming the time again before laying an, uh, another kiss on him. His mouth is bloody as shit. Yeah, and she you over here just it. yeah yeah she's oh. like she literally says like mm, tastes like blood. I <laughs> thought my first kiss would be sweet. Oh my god, <laughs> adorable. She takes his tooth, ill, placing it under. I mean, at this point, you fucking swap blood. You got like fucking monkey pox now like <laughs> like jesus christ you know, this is just setting the foundational of their relationship for the future this is i feel like to develop i feel like this is what got her so hooked on him after 12 years later blood <laughs> yeah him, them swapping spitting blood together <laughs> she takes his tooth puts it underneath his pillow before heading back to the window instructing him not to peek when the tooth fairy comes he watches her leave outside of uh, outside from his window cut to black as the thunder claps throughout his room kyle is asleep in his room startled awake by a loud raspy moan well damn like if you don't want me to look come in quieter 
Like nah, she wants people to like. Yeah, she wants these. She wants teeth and some. She's vengeful. Yeah, vengeful, vengeful spirit. So, but does she take the teeth after she's done killing them? Doesn't matter. I mean, I'm just asking. Like, like I'm just, I'm just thinking. Like, is this, is this a theory, right? But we don't need to answer. I mean, because she be killing motherfuckers real quick. Yeah. Sometimes she doesn't right away, and she uses them as fucking. Why does she keep as bullets to throw them at people? (laughs) What is she? What puts it in her porcelain mask? We don't know. That's fine. I think that that was just a few, right? She had hella teeth in her porcelain mask. Did she? Oh yeah. It looked like it was like eight. It was a lot. <laughs> it was, it like it was like the eight last teeth, teeth in there. Too. I assume the last tooth. We'll get there, but I assume yeah. the last tooth was his. Uh, he looks around his room, not seeing. <laughs> All right, sorry. He looks around the room, not seeing anything. So he lies back down in bed, placing the cover over his face before hearing the murmuring again. He slightly moves the blanket down, breathing rapidly as he follows the moving shadow with his so o- with only his eyes. This looks the- good. Come on. The moving shadow. The moving shadow. Yeah. Yeah. No, this, this looks, looks fine. This looks fine. Incredible. This looks fine. But this part right here takes me right out of that. The raspy bone gets louder. He throws his blanket on top of him. Why did it switch to a sheet, Freddy? Go back. It is a fucking comforter at first, and then he throws the blanket on himself, and it's a sheet. Why did he, Why did this happen to me? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> what the fuck? It took me out of all the cool shit that was happening. I was like, ooh, fuck. I'm like, maybe this movie's going to be better than I thought. And then the sheet (laughs) happened. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is that a sheet? Because it's scarier. (laughs) (laughs) The comforter, you can't see through. Actually, you can. They changed their mind afterwards. Oh, my God. Maybe he pulled the sheet from under the comforter and put it over his head? I don't think so. Yeah, the comforter's gone. The comforter's fucking gone. The comforter's (laughs) gone. Dude, I will admit he has a pretty cool flashlight. <laughs> anyway, the shadow flies overhead as he continues to hide underneath his now <laughs> sheet, reaching his hand out to grab his flashlight on the nightstand. It would have been awesome if she just chopped it off right there. Uh, he gathers the courage to move the cover, screaming as she shines the light on the por- as he shines the light on the porcelain mask. <laughs> Matilda. Okay, this is great because I like this scene. I do like this scene, I will admit. And the main reason why I like this scene so much is because uh, it's taking Matilda fucking forever to find this dude. Well, it's not like, it's not, she knows where he's at. Well, she knows where he's at, but he's not looking at her. She's making noise and like sounds to make him want to want to look. Yeah. Yeah. That would make me want to leave all the things she's doing. Very counterintuitive, but not for this guy. Not for totally no, I mean, Kyle. Like, you hear sounds, you tend to look as human beings. It depends. <laughs> it's like, what are you like? It, it oh, I don't want to look what's happening. No, you would want to look because no, as like survival instincts, you want to protect yourself. Yeah. So I you get can't the protect fuck yourself. out of there. Beeline. Yeah, but you have to if see what, okay, what you're right. running from. So here's the thing. I mean, you don't have to, but here's the thing. If you hear it once, sure, that might strike you to, to go look. If you hear it multiple times, then you're like, okay, some, I definitely heard something that sounds inhuman. I'm I'm not going to stay to find out what that sound He's was. A kid, I don't know. A fucking idiot kid. But like, you know what I'm saying? Because like, if you were a 12-year-old kid once, I feel like if you were afraid, you would you would try to go where you're where you feel safest, right? Oh, 
music is yeah. playing on my phone. Uh, but you would try to go where you where you feel safest, right? Yeah. Oh, it's Kit Cuddy. That's not that's not too yeah, bad. Yeah, I love Kit Cuddy. Yeah, me too. Um, he has nightmares too. He does. He does. Indeed, he does. He probably runs from them and doesn't look back. <laughs> yeah, you can't run from your night terrors, you know. <laughs> It's true. His mom wakes up from his screams, leaving out of her room to check on him. She calls to Kyle from down the hall, slowly walking into his room. He grabs her, um, her arm from the brightly lit uh, bathroom, startled, startling her as he repeats that he saw her, quote unquote. Um, she doesn't understand what he's talking about, grabbing his face, um, that there's nobody in, his, in the house um, but them. He whispers um, that she's wrong as she suggests that she'll go take a look. He pleads for her to stay in the light as she walks down the hallway toward his room she opens the door not seeing anything when she looks back at um when she looks back at him to tell him that there's nothing to be afraid of she spots the masked woman in the mirror behind her he, uh, his mom is then grabbed and trapped inside the room kyle is too afraid closing himself inside the bath the lit bathroom shaking his door is his his door to his room opens up with his mom dead on the middle of the floor. The walls rumble and bang as the moaning woman stops in front of the bathroom door. She does like to scratch. We do. Yeah. We do learn that later. Um, very much likes to scratch. She loves uh, making her presence. Right. Right. With shaky hands, he moves the shower curtain back, whispering for his mom. Yeah, she did, Deborah. The door swings open, but the ghastly woman screams and moans with her raspy voice, howling over the, his bathroom door for uh, for him. Okay. That was like the main opener. Yeah. Right. Like you know, we got, and it's not completely done yet because you know he gets a little younger or whatever or next day and shit right got the police coming in we got the opening scene in right i wish they would have leaned more on people thinking that he killed his mom yeah well yeah i think that's the trouble with the short runtime of this movie as well is that they don't explore too many character development they just move fast between scenes. Like just things just happen. Yeah. It's kind of like, like scene the, after I feel scene like after the, scene after scene. And it's like it all like correlates together, but at the same time it's like, all right, cool. Like now that he's a kid, yeah, we blame him. All right, let's jump to the future real quick. Now when he goes back to the town, people still think he's crazy because of that. That's well, it. one person. Yeah. Who will talk about because I got many gripes of that scene too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Fade to the next day. The police explaining that the uh, the state will have to look after Kyle since there's no next of Ken. Cat calls over Larry as he asks uh, what happened. The cops theorizing what happened that night since Kyle's mom was already dead when she when they got there. Do you know any Kyles? I do. I know one Kyle, and it's a girl. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Totally Kyle. I know a Kyle. That's a dude. Dude Kyle. Dude Kyle. I mean, girl Kyle's also Dude Kyle. Yeah. Dude, yeah. <laughs> right on. Right on. <laughs> Shout out to Kyle Rodriguez. <laughs> uh, he stands on the side of the cop car with his trauma blanket. <laughs> we got the fucking trauma blanket. You got to oh. have it. You, you know, I feel like it. I I feel like this is just a thing. It could have been one of two ways. He could have grown up to have like a schizophrenic um, fear of the dark or become Batman. You know what? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, in his trauma blanket, uh, the sheriff introduces him to Dr. Jenkins. <laughs> that he wants and he wants him to go with her. I feel like Jenkins is like the most uncommon common name ever. Yeah. Like In nobody knows no one named Jenkins or Jenkins, but every movie has Jenkins or Jenkins. True. <laughs> Without a word, he gets in the backseat looking over at Kat as, uh, as he stares at her. Fades to 12 years later, Kat is all grown up and shit. She's zoned out um, at, um, as a doctor calls for her attention. He explains that noct- noctiophobia, which is the fear of the night or other dark, is common among her brother's age. Her brother's name is Michael, by the way. They run one CAT scan, or they ran one CAT scan and two MRIs, coming back with the same conclusion. He's fine. She argues that he hasn't slept for more than 10 minutes in the past three weeks. He suggests that they ran every test possible and there's nothing more that they can do. Why did she take him home? And first of all, okay, there's another thing I got a question of. Uh-huh. Where are their parents? I'm assuming she's now the caretaker of the brother because the parents are not around anymore. Do you think they did? Sure, why not? Story doesn't tell us, but well, it's okay. We don't need to know. I need to know. No, because like <laughs> they should, they should have just literally made her him, like made him her son. He, well, twelve years is not too big of a gap. It was like he's man, supposed to be seven. That makes her. Yeah, but that's like if we're assuming that she's she was 12, twelve. That was twenty. She's supposed to be twenty-four. Seven. You're trying to so tell me eight I'm, years. You're trying to tell me that I'm supposed to believe that Larry is a fucking twenty-four-year-old, Larry. That like no, that does not make sense. None of it does. <laughs> None okay. of it does. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. They had to have been in high school. This you know, is what makes sense you know to why? me. They have to have been in high school. You know why though? That they're in high school? No, darkness falls. I know it's, it's idiotic, <laughs> it. and they had to have been in high school. He had to have at least been 15, losing his fucking last baby tooth, <laughs> and him being a 15 year old losing his last baby tooth. That makes sense to me. Not the losing your last baby tooth at age 15 part, but it makes sense to me for them to now be closer to their 30s rather than being 24. Larry looks like he's 40. Probably was. (laughs) Probably fucking was. So I'm assuming that they're in their 30s. And I feel like it would have made more sense. And plus, she could have had him long, young, right? Like they should have just jumped the gap to be like 16 years in the future or something, or just made the fucking kid your son and didn't even have yeah. to do say 12 yeah. years later. Just say it was later. <laughs> yeah, like they're just older now. It'll be like present day. Exactly. Cool. Fine with that. Fine with that. And make Michael her son, not her brother. That that felt so off to I'm me. Pretty sure the first time I saw it, I thought it was her son. <laughs> I thought it was her son the entire time. Until yeah. they kept saying brother, I'm like, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. I mean, darkness falls. Darkness falls. That's right. Darkness falls. They're interrupted by Michael screaming down the hall. They all run inside the room, cat hugging and soothing her brother as they rock back and forth. The nurse apologizing that she closed the blinds. He repeats that he saw her as she tells him that it's okay. Checking it's checking his arm with two scratches on it. So the tooth fairy scratched him right then and there, or was that before? Uh, I would always assume that it was like then and there. So as soon as she drew, drew the blinds, right. she was like, and just flipped, oh, and she like, yeah, flipped it back up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Why not? 
I mean, I'm I'm trying to make sense. I'm, has the audience I'm have really to fill the gaps with this one. I'm, right? I'm really trying to be where you're at right now. I love this movie. I want to be at a 50-60 with you. So far, I'm not making it. She promises him. <laughs> she promises him that she won't allow them to shut off the lights. Fade to Las Vegas while playing closure. Um, Can we just as, say how beautiful that is. He lives in Las Vegas because it never sleeps and there's always light. Yeah, it could have either been Vegas or New York. Yeah. For sure. That's cool though. Like I love the costumes. Like you move yeah. somewhere. Yeah. It's constantly, it's constantly having glowing lights everywhere. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, pretty smart. It's great survival skill. Yeah, even though we get literally no use of it. No, it's, just, it's just a backstory piece. It just piece. explains how he survived over the years. Right. That's it's just a backstory piece. Yeah. That's all. Such a great character development. Strong writing, I would say. She promises him that she won't allow him to shut <laughs> off the lights. Um, as we, oh shit, I already said this. Um, but Kyle, who's super cool with every single light powering his very white apartment. I like I like the very white apartment. So right. I do like this. The re- light to, and stuff like that. Well, light reflection and also the fact that uh, casting of shadows, you'll be able to see them. True. So um, he changes batteries. He's changing batteries and flashlights in um, taking some antipsychotic, antidepressant and a bunch of other different types of meds. His phone rings. He turns off the music to answer the phone. Kat is calling him from the hospital, making sure uh, that it is him while introducing herself. He responds that this isn't funny. She reminds him that it, uh, it is her. She apologizes, asking how he is. He quickly tells her that he's fine, wondering what she wants. I'm like, fuck, dude, okay. Uh, she explains what's going on with her brother, obviously knowing exactly what she's talking about. He bluntly um, calls calls it noctophobia um, or night terrors. She remembers them saying that uh, that's... That's what he had when his mom died, questioning if he could explain how he got over it. He looks at uh, at the images that he drew all over his wall of the mask woman, saying uh, that he didn't. Great reveal. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> These are some scary imagery. Yeah. It's pretty spooky. Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Love this movie. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to move through there, man. I'm really trying. But, like, the imagery, is it's fine. It's definitely fine with the masked woman. And, and I was looking through them and, and like, kind of seeing it. Um, kind of remind me of, uh, what was that movie? Was uh, Sandra Bullock, the one that everyone kind of... Was Kajali? <laughs> I wish it reminded me of that. But this was <laughs> this movie wasn't good either. It was the one on Netflix. Uh <laughs> Bird Box. Bird Box. Yeah, was that what? Sandra Bullock? Bird Box. Yeah, was that Sandra Bullock? I think so. I think it was. Uh, but it reminds me of that where the guy brings out the images of like all these different monsters that he drew or whatever. Um, which also, if you see it, you die. Uh, so true. <laughs> this movie just inspired so much more afterwards. Nice. <sighs> Kyle goes to the hospital to visit Michael. Well, and why? <laughs> Did he go here? Because he likes her. No, but he, the way he answered the fucking phone didn't sound like he liked her. He didn't trust her. She's like, what do you want? It's like, who are you? She was like, oh, damn, dude. I was trying to see if you wanted to take me out on that date that you never got to take me out on 12 years ago. Yeah, people don't forget. Yeah, she obviously didn't. Nope. She tasted, she tasted blood, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, Kyle goes to the hospital to visit Michael. He's not... Um, He's not on his bed, Kyle noticing him sitting on the ground from his reflection of the stand. Kyle explains that he's not going to hurt him, and he just wants to speak with him. <laughs> it would have been great if Michael's like, yeah, that's what, that's what someone who try, wants to hurt me will say. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> um, 
introducing himself uh, before empathizing with Michael, asking him if he gets a get gets a lot of sleep as he promised Kat to speak with him. He understands Sharon that he doesn't get much sleep either. The light over over one of the beds starts to flicker. He twists the bulb in. Michael stands up that his sister says that uh, when you grow up, you're not afraid of the dark anymore. Wondering if that's true. Kyle sternly says, yes. Michael wonders why, why he isn't. I love Kyle's mannerisms. He's like, <laughs> yes. No. He doesn't mess around. He's lived a survivalist life his entire time. He has no social cues. He okay. You say survivalist. He hasn't had to fight this fucking thing yet. Like oh, this, he's been fighting. Oh no. By following the light. Yeah, by literally staying in the light. This dude, you fucking just stayed in the light the whole time. To me, that's not really that's yeah, surviving. That's why but, it's such a cool story arc to see him throw all of that away to find this child that he's never really talked to to see if he can help. Come on, Prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fucking K. Like this but that's why everyone dies because he decides to do this. Because yeah, he's fucking him. reckless. This piece of shit fucking guy. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Kyle is He could have stayed in Vegas and been perfectly he fine. Been fine. This could have been just he did one kill for the two fairy, and that's it. <laughs> and he didn't even but, fucking tell Kat that he was coming. She was surprised to see him. Like, oh, you came. It was just like, yeah, I should have mentioned that. I was coming to see your fucking brother. He's a hero. Yeah, fuck all heroes wear capes. Yeah, all heroes fucking allow millions of people to die in this small town. <laughs> he televised the mask to everybody <laughs> somehow. <laughs> it gets on the news. Everyone gets fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like this fucking guy. Fuck Kyle. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? He's a piece of shit. Like uh, he's there to help. He wanted to help. Does he do more harm? Yes, he does. (laughs) Kyle explains that when you grow up, you realize that there's nothing to be afraid of. Michael questions why he's still afraid. Kyle not really giving him an answer. He pulls out a flashlight from his bag, handing it to him. Michael comments uh, that uh, she won't come into the light. And Kyle Kyle then, (laughs) it would have been great if Kyle was like, yeah, I I, I know that. So that's why I'm going to need that back when you're done. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle claims that, uh, claims to not know who he's talking about. But Michael is persistent that he does in fact know who uh, who he's talking about. Knowing that he he has seen her too. Kyle sounds like he's going to punch him in the face. (laughs) When he asked him, why would, why would he have, why would he say something like that? I love, I love so, this. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm now going to talk about it. Like maybe it is smart writing here where his whole entire life, people called him crazy, which is why he takes so much medication. And oh, yeah. I think him going to this kid is validating if his fears are real or they're not. Maybe he thinks he is crazy. He's like, is this kid seeing the same stuff that I'm seeing? Which means I'm not crazy and I have lived this entire life because it's real. So it could mm-hmm. be deeper. It could be something like deep. So that's like, why would you say that? It's like, you are seeing the same stuff I'm seeing. That's why I came. I guess. Ooh, this movie's so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I don't I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm still Let's not pretend, really. Uh, all right? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you can pretend. <laughs> I think but, that's the reason why he's really there. Yeah, probably. It could make sense, though. No, yeah, it, 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 like it definitely it definitely can. Like, I mean, like, yeah. it, it definitely can, but it would have been great if they would have just explained that. True. <laughs> if they would have just explained that. I don't uh, explain uh, anything, so. Right. Like, <laughs> just fill the gaps. It's just it you're, you're having to fill the gaps and to make that make sense. 
that if we fill in the gaps the right way, this movie could be a masterpiece. If they were just, just rewrite, they would have just rewritten the movie. <laughs> so this just needs to be remade by us. Okay, but here's the here's the thing. We have I do the great wanna, concept. I do want to admit. I do want to admit. The tooth fairy being scary is a great concept. Yeah. Someone taking your teeth is fucking creepy. Yes, it is. That's weird. Um, what would have made this better is if it wasn't paranormal. That to me would have been a better opposition where it maybe would have felt paranormal, but it turns out that was actually a real person taking these teeth. Cause that would have been weirder. Fair enough. Instead of this paranormal being moaning and groaning coming in your face and just looking at you like, what the fuck? Get out of my face. You know what I'm saying? Folklore. I'm just saying, man, I feel like this would have just been a better story if it would have been an actual person that they were going against, not a being, I guess. Would have had to be completely rewritten, but in my opinion, the one uh, that Guillermo del Toro produced is 10 times better than this fucking movie, which I think is don't don't look under the no no don't don't be afraid of the dark or something like well, that. Well, this is basically lights out. I mean, not as good. Lights out is tremendously better than right. this fucking movie. It's, it's, it's the same concept, right? Like if you're in the dark, you're screwed. Oh well, the same scare con concept. Right. Yeah, 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 the same rules, I guess. Right. Yeah. No, that makes and that's sense. the thing. It's like they never show until well, it, it, the very end. It's yeah, like, like that's it, what you should have done. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. But see, but see, that movie also used darkness correctly. Right. That's the thing. Like, Lights Out actually made it dark, and you could only see, like, an outline of this thing. Right. We can see this that's, thing that's clear as day. Like, you showed this too much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the downside. The only downside. For sure. Michael answering that this is the truth as he thinks about turning off the light and allowing Matilda to just take him. Take that's me, dark. Matilda. Yeah. No, that sucks. Sucks to be that kid. I feel like, you know, if you're constantly being attacked, it's like, it's just easier just to give up. So it could be like simple. I mean, that would have been health. great. <laughs> that would have made a great story arc for our girl cat. Thinking that uh, that would be easier um, than being scared. Wondering if he's ever thought of that. Kyle doesn't answer. Michael knowing that she she will kill him. He tries to reassure Michael that nothing is going to happen to him because Cat won't let it. He comments that his sister can't stop her. No one can. Cat walks into the room, shocked to see Kyle sitting across from her brother. She calls out to him, "What the fuck are you doing here?" The, uh, they leave that. <laughs> leave out of the room hugging him with a smile not believing that he actually came there she asks about what he thinks he uh he asks for what the doctors have said um she loosely quotes that he's just a kid afraid of the dark did he leave that night you think or that day i would assume the same day that she called yeah i mean did they talk about where they are no, they're in Darkness Falls. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, because he's in Vegas. I would say maybe just like a day or two later. I would assume. Hey, that kid's in the I hospital like for a long like, time. Yeah. Like, for they I don't just keep a kid a in the hospital if, if they're like. They're running tests. I don't know. They said they, they, they literally the doctor said there's nothing else. we No more tests we could run. Like, they they wouldn't keep that kid there. Doesn't make sense, but it's fine. No, it doesn't make sense. I fucking went to the ER with my daughter, and they they kept her for like six hours. And you're like, all right, good, all right, go home, go home. <laughs> yeah, she, her leg was hurting her. <laughs> like I was uh, like, okay, yeah. Let's start this false. No one's there. Anyways. Yeah, no one lives there. I have a free bed. Yeah, no one lives there except for a lot of a lot of people. <laughs> no black people though. <laughs> that's for sure. That's true. I don't think there's any people of color in this movie. None. 
There's literally none, not one. Not one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who's this director? He <laughs> <laughs> ain't black. Kyle joking <laughs> that growing up there, there will not, they were, uh, <laughs> Kyle joking that growing up there will do that to you. Uh, she sits, she sits him down asking about what, what really happened to him when his mom died, thinking that it seems like it, it, it is the same thing. He cuts her off saying, quote unquote, no. She doesn't understand since the things Michael say, he cuts her off again, uh, that they just, uh, that they are just things. She pulls out scribbles of the mask that, uh, Michael created. He gets flashes in his head asking if he uh, just lost a tooth. She agrees that he lost his last one, chuckling about him still believing in that. Understanding that they grew they grew up with it, shrugging it off as a story to scare them. He closes the folder, grabbing his bag, commenting that uh, this was a mistake. He's walking uh, for the door. She stops him, but he doesn't think that he knows um, how to help her brother. Larry comes in, uh, comes up to them, shocked to see Kyle. <clears throat> Kyle not at all impressed to see him, however. He's stoked that he came, shaking his hand and hugging him explaining that uh that he came straight from work touching cat's back wondering um if there's any reason uh for them to panic kyle claims that there isn't larry uh taking taking that as a win knowing that they have have the best doctors at this hospital do you larry at fucking darkness falls a town that no one's ever heard of you guys have the best doctors okay Okay. Best doctors in the 15 mile radius. Yeah, fucking maybe 600 mile radius. <laughs> uh, he offers to take them uh, out of uh, out to dinner tonight. She declines to stay with Michael. He tells her good night. Um, Kyle calls her back to apologize. She doesn't. She doesn't seem to accept as she as she walks away. Larry asks uh, what he feels like doing, but he just wants to leave. Larry stops him, offering to uh, to take him to a bar. But Kyle doesn't drink. Uh, but he insists. Cuts a cat sitting on Michael's bed uh, with him as he looks out of the window. He asks where he, uh, he asks her where Kyle went. She shares that he left. Um, he wonders if he's com- coming back, but she doesn't know. Jump to Kyle at the bar with Larry, telling him to relax and, th- and that he'll survive one drink. He finds this to be uh, the right time to finally tell him that he's on meds. You couldn't just be like, hey, man, like, I can't take it because I'm taking medication. Yeah. And granted, we live in a different time now. Like during this time, everyone thought you you were legit crazy because you took medication. So it was a little bit frowned upon in the early two yeah, thousands for sure. That's fair. But yeah, I feel like I would have told him a lot sooner though. Instead of having this man take me all the way to a bar for me to tell him that the little kid's name is Michael, right? Yeah, I always found it funny that Michael was like, "Oh, where's Kyle? Is he coming back?" It's like you don't even know him. <laughs> Why do you care? <laughs> because darkness How do fall. You know that he sees her. <laughs> you never explained it. Did she say like, "Hey, I've seen this other guy. He's surviving." But that's okay. <laughs> Cuz it's darkness falls. I mean, this fucking kid, first of all, he's he's a lot more mature than Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> he lost his fucking baby tooth at age 7. And Fucking Kyle here lost his age fucking 15. <laughs> Look at him now. He looks like he's 40. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, th- uh, that's another thing. I feel like David would have had such a gripe with this fucking kid. Because th- this kid, I think, is supposed to be, like, seven. But they make him sound like a four-year-old. Wait. Yeah. Mm, he sounds smart. His, the he? way he talks is, like, with Kyle. Like that's uh, how, like okay. he talks like that. He, 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 he's just, scared. 
It's a scared kid. Okay. No, this is the downfall of, what, of how fucking people see kids in movies. <laughs> this kid could probably talk just fine, and then they were directing him to say, like, oh, can you sound a little bit more babyish for us, please? <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Larry orders them two beers to in, in between Ray and some other guy. Um, they ask who uh, who he's with. He asks um, ask him if they remember Kyle. Ray chuckles um, that, it, uh, that it is Kyle Wash. Larry agreeing that it is, it is in fact him. Kyle looks around the bar, spotting too many dark spots surrounding them. Um, he's about to leave. Excuse me, but Barry catch, but Larry catches him uh, to have have him sit back down, bringing him a beer. He expresses that Kyle sh- uh, should have told him that he was coming back. He didn't tell anybody, Larry. So don't worry about it. Kyle responds that he didn't know uh, he didn't know he was st- still going to be there. Larry admitting that he left a, a lot of shit behind. Meanwhile, Ray is looking back at Kyle, believing that he killed his mother. Yeah, that guy's a mother killer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ray. <laughs> this is great. Back with Kyle looking around the room as Larry wants to know uh, what he's been up to. He shares that he's in the gaming industry. Larry revealing that he's an attorney now. Did Kyle lie? Like, is he in the gaming industry? I think he said he worked at a casino later. Oh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't know what. Oh, the gaming industry. Casino gaming industry. That's, yeah. I feel like that's the same thing. Yeah. Right? Close enough. Yeah. Kyle reminds him that that he stole more candy than anyone. Larry joking um, that being the reason why he's a defense attorney. The the blinds shut uh, shut all around him, causing him to nervously look around. Flashes of the tooth fairy accompanying his paranoia. Larry uh, asks why he's really there. Kyle uh, came to see if he could help Michael. He wants to know how Kyle got got over it, but he ignores him. Uh, he ignores Larry as he continues. His voice being echoed um, and drawn. Kyle's visions become worse until Ray does decides to come over to, to him and to act all intimidating slapping the light fixture as he, as he questions why Kyle is back there calling him a freak believing that he was locked up for, for killing his mom Kyle expresses that he doesn't want any trouble Ray takes a sip of, from his drink spilling it on on him causing him to uh, to get out of his chair he grabs Kyle by the cheek calling him chicken shit chicken shit never sounds intimidating and no one should ever write that Ever again, you owe chicken shit. Yeah, it can be intimidating, depending on how the delivery is. His delivery is horrible, <laughs> but his his whole line delivery was terrible. He was a terrible actor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as he pushes him onto uh, the pool table, instigating the situation for Kyle to fight fight him back. And I love how Larry's like not getting involved at all, even though Larry's the one who brought him there and told them that he was the one that was there. Right. Uh, but he walks away toward the back instead. What the fuck was Ray's problem? Drunk, angry. You're the guy who like killed his own mother. Who the, the, why, what, you in my why, town? why do you fucking alpha male? Like, why do you care? Alpha male. It wasn't his mom. Toxic masculinity. It's like oh, we, we don't take mother killers around here. Yeah. The fuck out of here, you, you mother know where killer. You are? Darkness falls. I mean, I wouldn't want when a you murder. Kill your mother, there's about to be some darkness that's going to fall upon you. Yeah, stop right there. I I uh, I wouldn't want a murderer to be around me. Right. Sure. But I don't think I would also want to fight a murderer either. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like a murderer, they got practice. 
they probably would kill me. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think I would be that hardcore. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that Waterloo was strong. <laughs> yeah, man, that yeah. thing is strong. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I just don't like sparkling water. No, I don't. I, I don't crazy. know how people can drink sparkling water. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know this Ray guy is very, very interesting. I mean, he's kind of a ray of sunshine. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Within darkness falls. Within darkness falls. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to gain his composure for a moment before realizing that he's actually outside in the fucking dark with dim overhead lights. He hears a glass break in the darkness as he uh, is going to grab his pills. Looking over the balcony to try and spot the sound, but Ray runs at him, and they both go tumbling down a hill. Why do you have to tackle him so hard? Yeah, where did that hill come from? I don't know. But it's Why fine. is that bar on top of a hill? Why is a lot of things happening? But that's fine. Why is that bar in the middle of the woods? <laughs> Why did he try to punch him and say, eat this? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have a line in there. He's uh, <laughs> looking over the balcony. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Kyle tries grabbing his flashlight as quick as possible, but Ray ain't done yet yelling for him to eat this. This is has to be the worst PG-13 dialogue ever. Spy Kids dialogue is better than this. And Spy Kids is actually fucking awesome. Mm. Robert Rodriguez. Gotta love him. Gotta fucking love him. But like, this movie actually feels like a PG-13 horror movie. I know, it's so good. Yeah. It feels like that. Because if you take something like Insidious... Yeah, that's rated R. But it's not. it's not. I know. Yeah, like it's not rated R, and it feels like it is. Yeah. Insidious feels like a rated R horror film, but it's not. Fucking Monster House feels more PG. Like feels it's PG. Monster House is PG, and Monster yeah. House feels like a PG thirteen horror film. Yeah. So, come on, uh, man. <laughs> Uh, he, they start wrestling a bit until Kyle sees Matilda standing in the shadows, growling, giving him the strength to hit Ray, uh, off of him and all, and, and all to give him two, like two punches to the face, picking up his flashlight, Ray seeing the tooth fairy in the trees above him. He tries grabbing Kyle again, yelling for him to keep running and, uh, and that he'll find him. He'll find him as he, as he runs away, making it to an illuminated parking lot. Is this the parking lot for the bar? I'm just going to assume that it is, and you have to walk uphill to this bar. Ray is still talking shit to nobody in the dark, that nobody messes with him as he tries catching his breath just to get snatched the fuck up by the tooth fairy. Cut to the group of people and cops searching for Ray, them all stopping when they hear the, the roar from the porcelain mask uh, taker of teeth. One of the cops, Matt, tells his deputy to spread the group uh, group of people out more to cover more ground. Larry comments that he's he's just going to stay with him, pointing his light on point his light on where the sound came from. He tells Larry to wait there so he can go check it out on his own. Matt walks toward the, uh, the area. Growling can be heard around him, hearing something uh, behind, pointing his, his light in the direction, but it's Larry. He mentions that, uh, the, that splitting up is kind of stupid, hearing a noise from another area. He chants that he's, uh, uh, he's a grown man that's completely safe. <laughs> he falls to the ground as Ray falls on top of him with his face slashed. So is that how she kills him? She just slashes her face? I guess. 
This movie sucks. He yells for them to get him off. Look at that dead corpse. That's so scary. I do like uh, Larry's acting here, though, where he's like, get him off of me. (laughs) I found Ray. (laughs) Get him off. Um, But it, it is definitely something that is beyond me <laughs> i love that he closes his eyes when he's saying i'm a grown man i'm safe i love that part i thought that was funny as shit um but it's 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 interesting the scene because like i love how she i will say this i love how she uses people to her advantage yeah where she's, she's a dick she is she's an asshole she plays with her food. Well, she, not only that, but she also she knows what she's doing because she's painting this picture on Kyle even more now. It right. feels like, right? So I'm just assuming that that's what this is going on here. But I also don't think this movie is that smart. So I could be wrong. <laughs> but who knows? <laughs> who knows, man? Meanwhile, Cat is still at the hospital looking through a, uh, through a book. Reading, quote, light will spell her doom and death. Brightest flame engulfed her whole, setting free her wicked soul. Then she closes the book of fairy fables. At the sink, she throws water on her face, startled by Kyle standing in the doorway. I thought she was in the bathroom at first. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, dude, she's in the bathroom. What are you doing? (laughs) He greets her. She asks asks him what happened. He claims that that it was a quote-unquote coming home party. She she tells him to sit down uh, since he's bleeding, wanting to try and get the gravel out of his head. She picks at his head with tweezers, asking him how this happened. He doesn't answer. He doesn't answer her. She switches the question for, uh, for she switches the question for him to tell her about the last twelve years of his life in twenty five words or less. He explains that he went to a foster home and they moved to Las Vegas, and now he works at a casino. Questioning if he reached his limit of words, he asks if uh, he asks if uh, her and Larry are going out. She doesn't. She doesn't know uh, why he asks. He he's not sure. Wincing in pain as she snatches the gravel out from his skull, moving his his hand to see the wound, not understanding what she which she's doing wrong he instructs he instructs her to not give give michael any more tests those tests not helping him when he was a kid not wanting her to allow them allow that to happen to michael he called out uh but he called out by matt he's called out by matt and another cop for uh for him to go with them and i i love this how it's just like no fucking questions asked just like fuck you we're taking you in Oh, yeah, small town trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because this fucking little ass man put him inside of a tree. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I guess he, not. He's the, the murderer of his own mother, you know? It's a reputation. It's true. It's true. I wish it would have, like, actually been something similar to, to him having maybe blood on him. To kind of represent that, like he possibly killed his mom, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, at the police station, Matt asks his dad, Captain Henry, if he's ever seen anything like this. He claims that Matt uh, would be surprised. Henry asks Kyle, "What's up with the flashlights?" And if he's afraid of the dark, Kyle agrees. He's like, "Yep, yep, that's exactly why." Yes, sir. That's exactly. Yep, you're absolutely right. I am 
afraid of the dark, so don't touch my shit. <laughs> Thinking that uh, if he knew why, he would think Kyle was crazy. He goes over the table, grabbing all of his pills and putting them on the table, sharing that the doctor says half of them are antipsychotics. He shares that Ray's dead um, and that he and that he thinks he had something to do with it. Kyle pleads that he didn't kill him. About to say who uh, who who it is, but he claims that he doesn't know. Kat is talking with Matt, claiming that uh, my, that Kyle hasn't been been the same since his mom's murder. She sticks up. She sticks up for him that he isn't a killer. He wants to understand how uh, how she knows that since she hasn't seen him in twelve years. That's a great fucking question, Matt. It's a great question. How do you know that? So you She's like, he's just he's nice. Yeah, he's just nice. Based on his blood. You can tell. <laughs> it's like, you're going to grow up to be a nice man. Because I could taste it. Yeah. yeah. Gross. Yeah. Real gross. It's like, you know, like, he didn't do shit when his mouth was bleeding there. Like, he didn't, like, wipe it. He was just like, yeah, it's from my tooth. And then, mm, 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 mm. like, what? I mean, she went in. She I'm went in. I was like, okay, Emily oh, Browning. Bleeding? That's her last tooth. Okay. You're not a baby no more. <laughs> now you can accept it. <laughs> maybe maybe yesterday I couldn't do it, but today, oh man. <laughs> I'll see you at the dance. <laughs> Motherfucker at seven. He, she considers him to be a good man. He cl- he explains that uh, he's been uh, he's been a ward of the state. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like so, what if he was the ward of the state? So was I for eighteen years. There you go. What you talking about? I didn't lose my last tooth when I was fifteen. Nope. <laughs> they should have made him a lot younger. <laughs> she doesn't care since uh, he came there to help Michael. Matt still argues that he's been in a mental hospital for nine years, considering him to be dangerous. Back with Kyle being interrogated by Henry about his t- his time spent in the mental facility, he starts showing off the pictures of Ray as he calls out his diagnosis. Kyle still is being honest that he didn't do this, but Henry is not holding holding up, forcing him to continue looking at the images, claiming that he killed his mother and Ray. Okay. He, and he's like, look at it! Fucking look at these goddamn pictures, you f- fucking cocksucker! Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's what he would say. <laughs> True. Yep. <laughs> he gets flashbacks of his mom and the same scratches on her face and wanting to call his lawyer. Cat is leaving out of the station, Kyle calling for her. She uh, tells him that she has to get back to Michael as she walks away. Matt throwing him into a cell, hoping that he has a good lawyer um, as he places him inside of a cell. Cuts a cat having the worst on-screen cry in movie history um, that she can't handle this. Girl, at least produce tears. Getting started by a black cat, uh, startled by a black cat on uh, jumping on the hood of her car. This was great, but I also think this was real. That's a real scare. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They have this scene specifically of her in the car. Right. But I don't think she, I don't think it was written in the script that she was like, now you're going to get scared by a black cat jumping on the hood of your car. It has to be like the slow zoom in shot and everything like that. This was perfectly. Yeah, but she does. She's not, she's not seeing the camera do that. Oh, so they planned it, but she. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, of course. Of course the director planned it, but like. She, I don't think she knew that they were going to do that. Yeah, she got generally scared and then she started to smile. Yeah. Like, yeah, because she does smile a little bit. But That's then right. She does say the line, black cat, why not? So it was kind of like, could be a, a line. improv though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Maybe. She could have she could have been like black hat, why not? Like to the director. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. She laughs it off um, as she picks up a flashlight and, turn, and um, turning it on. Inside the hospital, the lights are flickering around Michael as he tries to sleep with the light on above him. He tosses and turns as the tooth fairy wheezes, waking him up. Kat slowly walks down the hall until she hears a nurse banging on the door for Michael. Michael is inside the, the bathroom. Kat shows up to bang on, on the door as the nurse leaves to get security. She tries to shoulder the door, but she doesn't have enough strength. Grabbing a fire extinguisher, breaking the door open. F- like, what? Because, yes. Because, yes. Prince, because, yes. She broke. Also, that ain't her door. Also, his hand goes into the dark. She scratches him. When the rest of his body goes into the dark, leaves him alone Nothing until his happened. eyes go dim. Yep. Yeah, because yes. Because darkness falls. All right, man. man. You you think this movie's a 50, dude? No, you said 60. I'm going to say 70. I don't know. You said 70? Why not? This movie's starting starting to get closer to that nine for me. Let's go for that 100%, baby. (laughs) I'm I'm starting to think that nine was generous. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Finding Michael on the ground in the bathroom, um, gasping and wheezing as he has slashes on his arms. He whispers that she's going to come and get him. She tries to reassure him as she cries with him in in her arms. Um, His doctor explains that he's suffering from a highly specialized form of favored... uh, Favor Nocturnus or Night Terrors. Why don't you just fucking say Night Terrors? Um, and because because of his lack of sleep, he had a psychotic break, which he can no longer discern what is real or what is not. Which he will eventually hurt himself because they believe uh, what they what they dream is real. Since Michael believes that something is after him trying to kill him, his wounds seem to be consistent with his quote-unquote fantasy. He shares quote-unquote good news that they uh, have a procedure that they can perform that is non-surgical. He explains that he will be, he will be put in a sensory deprivation chamber um, facing his fears to realize that there's nothing to be afraid of. She expresses that Michael hates the dark, but the two doctors find that to be the point. She asks about other alternatives. He shares that he can be on, on meds with counseling, but that doesn't guarantee. In the meantime, Michael possibly hurting himself again, but more successful this time. Kyle is set free. He's uh, walking out asking uh, Matt for his flashlights. He bluntly says that the labs aren't done with them while angrily walking away from him. <laughs> Larry is waiting for Kyle as he walks out with him. Kyle is um, walking on the street as Larry tries flagging him down, complaining about Ray falling on him, wanting to wanting to at least know uh, where he's going as he heads inside the hardware store. He's, che- he's checking multiple flashlights as the clerk watches him put them all in his bag. The clerk asking about, uh, asking about him possibly getting a gun, Larry telling him, him no no as he walks away the store the store's phone uh rings the clerk asking kyle to wait there he notices that the key in uh the key to the glass cabinet is in the hole as he um as he looks at the gun inside the cabinet (laughs) so you couldn't just say yes and buy that gun like a normal person no you got no money for that how you because what gaming industry come on bullshit casino like, I mean, granted, I don't know what he does. Look at those quick edits about all those flashlights getting reloaded and stuff, basically like a gun. So stupid. Weaponry. I love it. It's so dumb. You know, it's, it's lit. It's interesting, too, because, like, we don't really get too many flashlight usage in this movie. Like, we do, 
but like for for to fend off this fucking tooth fairy. It's quite effective. Then why not use them more often? You know what I'm saying? Like, pew, pew, pew. They, like, they do it pretty often, I would say. I feel like they use flashlights to just see, not as a weapon. No, he, I mean, he does. Very, yeah, he, he does. does, but I'm well, saying no like. else knows what they're dealing with. At the they end, they don't yeah, believe. They do. Well, just that one person. Nah. He was done. We'll talk about it. But yeah. no one really knows anything. Well, sure. But, the, the, well, they all know the story, I guess. But, um, but like at the same time, I feel like they could have just utilized that a little bit more. Um, but whatever. They had the trap, I guess, at the end. So to justify it, we got the biggest flashlight of them all. <laughs> they leave the store. Kyle demands Larry to take him to the hospital since the sun is setting in 20 minutes. The hospital crew are getting the sensory immersion um, prepared as a doctor shares that this to Kat waiting for him. She asks about the, the other doctor, but he's left to go back at upstate. She she under. She questions if he's the the one that will be doing it. Back with Kyle and Larry driving the, driving to the hospital, Larry wondering why he came back, explaining that he's uh, he's been trying to get through to Cat, mentioning that her brother is all all always there, and then quote unquote the ghost. Kyle questions about the ghost. Larry bluntly comments that he's talking about him. Mm. <laughs> Knowing that nobody in the town had a chance with her, not being able to get him out of her head, and all she could think about was him. So, Larry calls her honey in the yeah. earlier scene when we meet him again. So, I guess they aren't dating? Or I guess she hasn't dated anyone ever? No, I don't know. And maybe that's why they tried to, like, play on the aspect of, like, she didn't have a child and it's her brother. Because it's, like, more so... Oh, fuck. Lights out love. did this whole concept way better because well, the little brother moves in with the sister from the mom. It would have been fucking great for us to just have a parent. Hold on, let me give see. me a reason as yeah, to why you have this parent. fucking yeah un- unfit parent or something. Yeah, like give me a reason as to why your brother is with you. Like, I, did they die? Did they like what happened to them? I don't even that, remember this movie's only an hour and a half, and Lights Out is only an hour twenty. Oh, uh, yeah. No, never mind. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The fucking short for Lights Out made more goddamn sense than this. <laughs> but this is Darkness Falls, and that's Lights Out. <laughs> <laughs> Inside the hospital, the doctor has Cad sign papers of consent and release liability forms, claiming that he will be fined. Back in the car, Kyle realizes that Larry isn't taking him to the hospital. Larry explains that he's going to have him lay low. Kyle comments that he uh, he just wants to help Michael. Larry spills the beans on the hospital, putting Michael in a sensory tank. Kyle grabs him as he confirms that he uh, that they are going to put Michael in the dark. Mm-hmm, they sure are. Larry claims that they are going to fix him to not become the next Kyle Walsh. Damn, asshole. They are wheeling Michael in, in on a gurney, Cat promising that she will be watching him from the other room. He weakly explains that if they put him in the dark, she'll get him. But she assures him that it'll be over soon. Meanwhile, Kyle is being driven into Darkness Falls. He demands the, uh, that Larry turns the car around, but he ignores Kyle's request. Kyle pulls out the stolen gun, demanding demanding him to take 
demanding him to take him to Michael. Larry calls his bluff, asking about what, uh, what if he doesn't. The Tooth Fairy covers their windshield, causing him to scream and crash into a tree, Kyle not wearing a fucking seatbelt, being thrown out of the windshield, but miraculously still alive with like barely a scratch. Fucking Darkness Falls, man. It's kind of funny because before she even flies into the, like, past the windshield, they're just driving towards the tree. I know, they're already driving towards the tree. <laughs> I'm just like, huh, funny, but not funny, ha <laughs> ha. Funny, weird. <laughs> yeah, very weird. Very weird. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting scene. Unless Darkness Falls has random trees in the roads, which... You know what? This makes it very boring. <laughs> it just sprouts up. <laughs> they just like move around trees in their roads. It's fucking because when they do a a shot of the car, it's just like in the middle of the wilderness, <laughs> not even like a road nearby. <laughs> I'm just like, huh? Weird. This movie is very strange. Larry is stuck in the car, trying to push the branch as as the murmurs of the Tooth Fairy surround him. Kyle screams for Larry to not look at her as she comes racing down toward him, grabbing him and pulling him out of the car, pleading for uh for help for a very very long time. So cool. He's like, help! Relax, man. Just die. You know what I'm saying? He's scared. Just He's die. a grown man. He's safe. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm safe. <laughs> Kyle screams for Larry. Or <laughs> Kyle searches for him. Larry falling on the ground, startling him. He's dragged away as Kyle grabs his flashlight, running back to the car. Larry's still alive at this point, everybody. <laughs> Grabbing another light to place next to him while he gets the fuck out of there to race the tooth Larry. fairy to the hospital. He's like, fuck you, Larry. He also doesn't put his seatbelt on again. Yeah. Dude didn't learn his lesson. He fucking flew out a goddamn window. He he lives in constant danger. He doesn't care. The fact that like, whatever. Michael is prepped <laughs> up for the take while Kyle races down the road, searching for Cat's number in Larry's phone. <laughs> He, he phones the hospital. A nurse answers. He calls out um, that he needs to speak with Kat. She places him a hold, looking through a stack of papers, coming back to the phone that she's un- saying she's unavailable. He says his name and that he needs to speak to her now. She repeats that she's still unavailable. Yeah, like, okay. And, like, who the fuck are you, Kyle Wash? Like, I don't know. Uh, who are you? Like, why does that matter to me? Yeah. Like, are you Michael's dad? Oh, no, because Michael's dad doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> He tells her uh, not to allow allow them to put Michael in the dark and that he's almost there hanging up the phone, allowing her to phone the, for the police after that. She's like, OK, Psycho. Uh, meanwhile, the, uh, they continue prepping up Michael, the doctor instructing him to hold still as he's about to apply a syringe of liquid into his IV. Cat watches from the from the room as the doctor warns Michael that it might be a little it might be a little sting. This was well, not a little sting. Right. It's like, oh yeah, it's a burning sting. It's a burning sensation. Don't worry it's about fine. it. Like his literal insides are burning right now. What does that have to do with him being in the dark too? What kind of medicine are you giving him? Maybe something. Hey, I, yeah, I don't let's know. Put like, him in this uh, dark room chamber so he can face his fears and see what's going on. But let's put him inject in this, him with stuff first. This very dark MRI to so go ahead and fucking pump him up with something. Like what, what? Yeah, you're right. Like, what was that supposed to do? 
Darkness Falls, dude. Darkness Falls. Was it supposed to have him go to sleep, maybe? No, because he has to be awake to realize it's nothing to be fair, afraid of. Maybe it was the, like meds to keep him awake? I think it's supposed to just torture the kid before putting him in the chamber yeah. of darkness. Just, they fucking just <laughs> gave us a range of fire. The doctors are the real villains of the story. I mean, facts. He groans in pain as the doctor sternly commands them to hold him down as he continues to cry and shake in pain. And it's just like monotone as shit. He's like, hold him down. <laughs> it's all in his it's uh it's all in his system and uh sarcasm uh <laughs> he sounds uh he sounds ex- extra reassuring when he tells michael that it is all right and that it's almost over mm-hmm. they begin the, uh, the process to allow him to go inside the tank as as they dim the lights matilda moans as he be, as he's being submerged into the darkness kyle bursts into the room instructing them to stop and take him out of there Cat agrees, wanting them to stop. They do so, stopping right before his uh, his eyes are bathed in the darkness. Which is like, okay, but your arm was in the darkness, and she fucked you up. Majority of your body's in the darkness right now. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, I want your eyes to be up in this bitch first. I then want, I, I want the whole kitten caboodle. But at the same time, good tension building. I think you hear the sounds; it's very creepy. You see the darkness. You see the shadow of the darkness going up to his eyes. Cool scene. Makes sense? No. Scene okay. does look good, though. Yeah, it's like... It does look good. It's effective. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're creepy. I don't yeah. want to be in there. Yeah. But at the same time, you should be getting cut up right now. Imagine if they went there. They put him in, and you just hear fucked up noise, and they there pull him out, and it's just body parts. Yeah, and he was fucking screaming and shit. Like, like, ah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> fucking just getting fucking it's like, mauled. Kyle walks in, he's like, I told you so. It's like, what? It's like, he comes you, out, he's all fucking shaking and it's like, shit. like, you believe me now. <laughs> I knew it. I'm going home. My work here is done. Michael didn't survive. Back to Vegas. Back to my safe place. <laughs> Fuck y'all, y'all on your own. He shares that he has a car waiting for them and that they are uh, are leaving. He's then tackled to the ground by the cops and is handcuffed. He uh, he's uh, he instructs her to not allow them to put Michael in the dark and that Michael was right. And what a strange moment to use like slow motion here. Like, wait, when? It's like I think it's when Michael's in her arms. I think. Or something. I can't really remember the scene that much. Um, but they cut to they cut to Kyle being thrown back into the cell. Matt coming up to the bars to mock him, mock him on trying to get get out of get out of this one with his lawyer. He tells him that that would be tough since his lawyer is in pieces on Pontus <laughs> Avenue. His lawyer is not in pieces. His lawyer just has a scratch on his face. Did you see it? Hmm? You see the scene. It's like a slow motion for like half a second. Yeah, for no what? Reason. And then it switches to Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Darkness Falls. Movie's so stupid. Matt asks if the, if that's a confession. Kyle approaches him to uh, share that he saw something when he was ten. Okay, so he's supposed to be ten. I think that's what it was. Okay. He was supposed 10? to be fucking 10. He's 10, 12 years later. This man is 22 right this now. This man is 12. Everyone's 22. The fuck? <laughs> everyone's 22. Larry was supposed to be 22. Larry was supposed to be a fucking 22-year-old attorney. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, how is Larry a 22-year-old attorney? They got some water stuff or something in the water something in the, in the water falls like it, it, like what is something in the darkness but like it's they turn 30 they're like retirement home it is for real like this is just this just didn't make any sense 
Now that we got the fucking age confirmation, this is a, they picked the wrong goddamn actress for this shit. Mm. <laughs> Damn. He was he was 10, Freddie. He's 22 right now. He was 10. What grade is that in 10? 4th, 5th grade, something like that? Mm-hmm. He was way older than 10, too. He was way older than 10. Way older. Mm. Like he at least looked like like I said, he looked like he was 15. Little 10-year-olds making out. What the fuck? And they Teenagers, were okay, passing, you know, high school, whatever. <laughs> Wait, yeah, why are they going to a dance at ten? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I I didn't do that in elementary uh, school. That hurts. <laughs> like Starting what? Falls. That's, That's why he, he was ten. Yeah. He was ten. He's supposed to be twenty two right now. All of them, Matt included, because Matt went to fucking school with him. Even the doctors are supposed to be twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this movie! Knowing that he saw quote unquote her as she killed his mom, explaining that once you've seen her, she doesn't stop. Him staying in the light ever since. That being the only way he's been safe. Knowing that Michael has seen her and she's coming for him too. Matt hits the bars with his his baton, thinking that. Uh, thinking that he would say something like that. Kyle asked about how how many unsolved murders do they have around there, asking in the last 100 years, and how many of them involved children. Matt looks back at him, calling him crazy before walking away. Thunderclaps overhead as Matt calls his dad that he got Kyle. The power shuts off. Lightning, he's like, Dad, I got him. <laughs> I love that he called his dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. You got him, Dad. Lightning flashes being, uh, being the only thing that illuminates their view. Kyle watches in fear as the emergency lights flicker on. Meanwhile, the power is also out in, inside the hospital. Michael com- commenting that he uh, that they are all going to die as Kat shushes him. Back inside the station, Matt instructs one, one of his crew to go over the, the docks. Henry walks in asking, what, uh, quote, what the hell is going on in this town tonight? I love how he calls it like his town and he's like what the hell is going on here it's like it's a storm you guys don't have storms in darkness falls no it's a not until this night it's a storm like this is the first storm in 270 years (laughs) like what dude it's all Kyle's fault it's a it's a storm it's a power outage what do you mean like you're you're acting like the fucking town's going ballistic it's not fucking midnight mass like, <laughs> I mean, God, I wish I was watching Midnight Mass rather than this right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they hear glass break as Henry instructs his son to take care of this. Matt agrees, commanding another officer. Um, I think his name was Patton. Yeah. On this one uh, to go see what that what that was. But he ain't stupid. Telling Matt to go see that uh, what that was instead. Matt flashes that he oh, he outranks him. But Batten is fucking dope as shit. The best character in this whole goddamn movie and says, yeah, that's why you should lead by ex- example and take a look at what that was. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing. I applaud you. I wish you were in this movie way more than what you were. You were done dirty. Kyle tells them to take a flashlight and to stay in the light. Matt is inside the evidence room searching for the broken glass. He moves past the different uh, the different stalls as some something flies behind him, but he doesn't notice. He searches. Excuse me. He searches some of the some of the case files, startled by a shadow um, flowing behind him. He crashes into another stall, causing his flashlight to burn out. As he fumbles with the light, the moans of the Tooth Fairy have now commenced again, becoming louder and approaching him. But 
he's able to get to the flashlight on time. Seeing the shadow of the woman, he approaches it at, and, and it moves. He cautiously goes around the corner before the shadow appears behind him. Inside the other room, with Kyle and the other cops, Matt screams, um, ringing out, uh, excuse me, Matt screams, ring th- uh, throughout, followed by gunshots. They all run to his aid, finding him untouched, wanting them to tell Batten that he shot at his dog. Damn. Yeah, it's kind of funny because they never show a dog. No, <laughs> they're like they oh, couldn't I afford shot it. At the dog, it's like, oh, you shot his dog? It's like, no, I shot at him. It's like, oh, at least he said that you didn't kill him. That's good. Yeah, he's like, it was quick. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Sure. Where's the dog? Is he barking? He's. Was any dog, dog barking? No. No. Was there a dog? Probably Maybe. not. I don't know. Darkness Falls. Darkness Falls. They could afford a dog. Big dogs. Eleven eleven million dollars and they couldn't none of that went to a dog. The only dog there is Kyle. That's it. Batten is uh, f- is fucking with Kyle, asking if she, um if he is going to get him. Yes. Or if she is going to get him. Matilda moves outside the station. They both notice it. Kyle simply answers, Yes. This was a great great time for him to utilize his very like yeah, starky kind of comment. Uh, he whispers, uh, her whispers begin as Batten goes in search of it. Kyle warns him to stay in the light, but he tells him to shut up as he continues searching for her. She appears in the darkness, grabbing him by his head, causing him to scream. Kyle isn't able to see wh- uh, where they want where they went as she uses Batten's body to throw him at the light and breaking it over Kyle. God damn. I do very much enjoy her usage of humans. Yeah. Just fucking throwing them and shit. Great. To her advantage for sure. Absolutely. Very intelligent. Yeah, no, this was great. I love that. Um, I mean, Malignant has, this was also a cool scene. I'll say the the, the police office, uh, Police station scenes, pretty cool. Malignant definitely has the best, like, um, like police, police station. station scene ever, though. Uh, I love the chair move, so <sighs> dude. It's so fucking good. See, this this is uh, that year's Malignant. No, it's not. <laughs> people like <liked> Malignant. <laughs> Over the top, silly. Doesn't make any sense, type of thing. Yeah, but it knew what it was doing. This movie tried. This movie tried. It's no fucking way this guy made this movie was like self aware. Yeah, no way, no way. This movie, this guy was just like, I'm fucking, was, I've made a genius. great tooth fairy movie. I want y'all to check out. <laughs> the other cops come into the room with their guns pointed at at him. He yells for them not to shoot, and uh, and that the tooth fairy is in there with him, um, warning him, wanting them to believe him. Henry instructs a bunch of officers to do a whole bunch of other shit. It's it does not sound scary when you say it like this. Like the tooth fairy's in here with us. <laughs> Definitely doesn't. He doesn't say the tooth fairy. He doesn't. He doesn't. He just says her. Yeah, he's just a she, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's still the Tooth Fairy. So, I mean, she's known as the Tooth Fairy, but she's not the Tooth Fairy. She I feel like she, she comes for the last tooth. I know, but she's just like that. That's what the old people used to call her. Yeah. Uh, they never mentioned her as the Tooth Fairy. No, they never do. Yeah, yeah, just, just uh, the other town. Witch. They don't mention her as anything. Yeah, they're just like her. Yeah, they just she, say her. Like they they claim she's she's, she's such a legend, yet they don't have a fucking name for her. Yeah, 
Matilda. Matilda Dixon. Like they, like they could have literally just said the story of Matilda Dixon. And like, oh, Matilda's here. You know what I'm saying? But nah. One of them checks on Batten. I mean, that's probably why everyone didn't know what the fuck was going on. Instructions weren't clear. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> One of them checks on Batten, commenting that he's hurt badly as um, Kyle yells for them to get uh, get him a flashlight. The Tooth Fairy comes in gr- and grabs his ass. Just kidding, not his ass. She just grabs him while all the other cops start shooting at, at her in the air. Kyle yells for them to stay in the light and to not shoot them uh, as they continue firing at them. Uh, he goes for the keys at on Batten, looking through the keys as, as Matt runs into the room, yelling that it's uh, it's key thirty four to get him out. Kyle instructs him to not look at to not look at her and to stay in the light. That would have been great if Matt would have been like it's key thirty four and like key thirty four didn't work. He's like, yeah, keep your ass in there, fucking stay there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she continues picking them off one by one. He looks over at Kyle in the cell, but Henry shoots at her. Um, and Henry, I think, is his dad, yeah. uh, bursting some of the lights on her, causing her to scream from the pain. Matt calls out to him as he continues shooting at her. Kyle gets out, grabbing his flashlight on the table. Henry is pulled by the tooth fairy as Matt fires off every round, but no use. Kyle saving his life as he uh, points two flashlights in his face, scaring Matilda off. <laughs> he mentions the flashlights. I told you, man. Um, yeah, he uses them for sure. It's good for him. He mentions uh, he mentions that uh, she is going to go for uh, for Michael and for him to uh, take the flashlight. Cut to the hospital uh, where there seems to be no staff in this place. Where the fuck is the staff? Uh, floor two. They're stuck. <laughs> they're stuck on floor two. Uh, they were trying to get to the elevator or something like that. They are they're the ones that helped open it on floor two. Right. I don't know. Okay, I'm Dark like I'm like that doesn't make sense because they have stairs. We see that later, <laughs> so they're not stuck. But like, it, it, yeah, I guess. Cat tries to uh, get Michael out, get Michael out from underneath the bed. He pleads for him to get underneath the bed with him and to not take him out. Um, he tells her he tells her no as she drags him out from under the bed, stopping when she hears the growls from the tooth fairy. She looks around for a moment as the growls and moans become louder. She moves under the bed with him, holding on to holding on to him as they as they look around as she flies by. She goes on top of the bed, throwing it up, throwing it by uh, by the door, but they are able to make it out. It would have been great instead of throwing it, she would have just slowly taken off pieces of the bedding. Like taking off the blanket first, then like the sheet, and just and you, we're underneath the the uh, and it just like falls in front of them. Yeah, it just falls down in front of them, and it's just falling, falling, and then finally the mattress slowly moves up. But he has the flashlight, I guess. And she knows, it, right? But that's the thing; it doesn't matter. It would have been great to still see right. it, and it could have been a bait and switch where you're moving the, the the mattress slightly up, and then she's right there on the bottom already there. Instead of because he's pointing, he'll be pointing the flashlight upward. So, oh fuck, that would have been that would have been fucking awesome. That'd been awesome. Running down the empty hallway as she chases them from the ceiling, it's like straight up hereditary style. Hell yeah! <laughs> you know what'd be fucking funny? I know none of these movies meant to reference Darkness Falls, but so many movies reference Darkness Falls <laughs> on accident. Movie. I don't know about accident. Hereditary. Yeah, I got the idea. Uh, fucking Ari Aster. I got the idea from uh, yeah, Darkness Falls back Watch when I saw. Watch an interview one day. 
Oh my fucking god! I would I, that would definitely be hilarious. They run inside a storage room, facing the door. As there, uh, there's a knock on the door. Cat calls out to someone as they continue hearing growling. They move back as the snarls continue. The tooth fairy grabbing her and causing her to fall into another hallway. They make a run for it. Michael stopping her to take the elevator, even though the power is out. Does, is that how elevators work? They just are on their own system or what? No. Okay. I didn't think so. But in Darkness Falls it does. Okay. Yeah. They stand there and wait for the elevator as, the, as they watch the Tooth Fairy stand over them. Lo and behold, Kyle's inside the elevator. A very well lit elevator, even though the power is supposed to be out, sparking a flare and throwing it at the Tooth Fairy. She immediately zips away as he continuously presses the button. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, damn it. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> you got me. Michael knowing that uh he, he would come Michael knowing that he would come back. He's like, I knew you would come back. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. You're like, I almost didn't. <laughs> that would have been fantastic if fucking Kyle was just like, I almost didn't come back, actually. Like, so I don't know how you knew I was coming back. Cause I almost went home. <laughs> I seen a lot of people die in front of me tonight. So <laughs> they descend downward. The elevator gets stuck. The Tooth Fairy shoots down on top of them, bursting the lights. She is very determined. Kyle lights another flare, trying to give themselves enough time to try and pry the elevator door open. Cat comments that the hospital is losing power. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the hospital already lose power? Is it, does it lose power in like percentages? Guess, or generations. Gen generators. Generators. Generations, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it, it, they made it seem like th it loses in like percentages, right, or something. So and they maybe play it, it out that does? way too because they like slowly some lights are starting to turn right. off, some stay on. Yeah, it's like all right, yeah, I guess it's the buildings losing power, and that's right. how buildings work. <laughs> sure. I like it. Darkness Falls. Darkness Falls. They finally uh, get the door open. The doctor and, and some staff members are finally there. Kyle shouts that they, they have to get out of there. The doctor looking up at Matilda. He's startled as he as she looks down at him. Kyle rushes Kat and Michael to go to get out of there before the wires snap. They all brush they all rush out. Kyle being the last last to get get out before the elevator snaps and falls. Um but he left the bag inside, hoping that somebody else grabbed it, and no one did. Fucking idiot. He, he, wants to get, he wants to get them to the lobby, asking the doctor how long do they have the emergency lights. A nurse answers that they have a couple of minutes. That being enough time as another nurse comes into the room, scaring them except for Kyle. Everyone gets scared from this nurse, except Kyle's like, all right, cool. Now it's the more people. We got to go. The nurse questions what's wrong with them, wondering what Kyle is doing there, threatening to call the police. He matter-of-factly responds that the police are dead. <gasps> all of them? Majority of them. He starts heading towards the stairs, the nurse asking him about what's happening. He lets her know that they are all dead when the hospital goes dark. They start... <laughs> I love how he doesn't like really tell them why either. It's like we're all dead if that, when it gets dark in here, and then they're like, "Are you gonna kill us?" Like, like what happens the only when it gets that dark? Saw her was the doctor. That's it, right? The other ones are like, "All right, let's do it. Let's stay in the light." Yeah, fuck it, crazy man. Leave everything. Yeah, 
Whatever you say, pal. They start heading straight. I'm like, I didn't fucking see her. What? So just fucking walk out by yourself. She's after you, motherfuckers. Yeah. Fuck you. So she's after you. If I haven't seen her, I'm saying I'm good. I just like close my eyes. I was like, I'll sit here and fall asleep. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Let y'all deal with that shit on your own. They start um, heading straight through the nurse thinking that they should evacuate the other patients. He mentions that it is after them since they saw it and they and they didn't. That last nurse totally didn't see it for sure. Yeah. And the last nurse was like, I didn't see shit. So like, I'm out. <laughs> the doctor wonders about them. He instructs them to stay in the light and they stay and they will stay alive. Um, <clears throat> oh, yay. My Etsy order has been shipped. They uh, they make it to a portion of the hallway that is cloaked in darkness. Kyle quickly moves to the portion of the wall that's illuminated. Then Michael, a, um, a nurse, runs up next next to, but she wasn't in the light long enough getting fucked up. She just gets straight taken. And how tall is this fucking ceiling in this hospital? True. Like, she's like, looked like she was going forever. <laughs> they help they uh, they help her uh, about to start trailing the wall but the lights shut off the tooth fairies um taking the other nurse into the vast darkness the uh they re- the rest of them run and make it to the stairway cat and michael running ahead and making it to a different spot of the light the lights start shutting off kyle stops them deciding that they have to jump the stairs since the dark uh, since it is dark in the middle in the middle part in the middle part of the stairway um, <laughs> cool scene, I guess. It's just funny it's to nice me. Little challenge, I it, guess. Like, sh- oh, there you go. Sure, this scene's whatever. But like, it's funny to me that Kyle can do all this shit, even though he got fucking thrown out of a car. He's fine. He's completely fine. They built different in Darkness Falls. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle instructs them to jump all at once. They agree to jump on three. The tooth fairy taking the nurse, but they don't got time for that. One more to go. They do another <laughs> countdown and jump. She's all, almost snatches him, but misses. Kyle is stuck on the stairs as, she, as he yells for them to run. Cat goes back for him. The uh, fairy right in his face um, with her cracked mask showing showing off some uh, showing off a piece of her burnt skin. She calls out to Kyle, but Cat pulls him down the stairs. The lights. The lights shut off, and she's revving up to gather them up. But Matt breaks through the door with his cruiser, causing her to flee. They all run into his car, and he speeds away. Inside the car, Kyle asks if Matt if Matt got the gas cans so they can head to the lighthouse. Cat touches Michael's hand as the doctor asks uh, why they don't just keep driving, thinking that they're safe in the car until his ass is ripped out of the fuck through the fucking window. I like it, Picasso. <laughs> this is interesting. I gotta go, Van Gogh. <laughs> uh, this is interesting. Um, this to me is probably the best scene because it's the most clearly violent scene that we see. Like she rips a fucking car right to get to them, and I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. I wish she would have done they it again. Treated her more like the Jaws figure of just like just taking people. With like no remorse, but we don't get to see it that often. It would have worked so much better. Yeah, probably. But I do like the whole concept of cool. You're in the dark. You're gonna die. Cool. We've seen it before. We've seen it. We'll probably see it ever again. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, it ain't the last yeah. time we see this shit. Yeah. 
Uh, she begins attacking the car, breaking the breaking his sirens. Kyle yelling for him to keep going as he grabs a flashlight. Cat takes the flashlight, shining it in Matilda's face, causing her to Got flee. Her. She sobs as the light breaks, but she's gone for now. Kyle grabs the two kerosene lanterns as they as. Uh, the shotgun as they shotgun their way into the lighthouse they make it they make it to the area where the generator is he tries turning it on but they all hear something above them matt spots the tank and they start they start to pour the gas inside thinking that it is enough um in there to last them a week matilda moans that they rush up the stairs toward the large the large light um kyle questions what happened but matt isn't too sure thinking that there's a blockage somewhere Kyle comments that they have to go down and fix it. Michael not wanting to wanting him to go and cat calling him to give him uh, the sex eyes. <sighs> She's like, Kyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He drops down, opening up the hatch, instructing Matt to go go back. Um, if anything happens to him. <laughs> And I like how Matt's like, go back. Right. <laughs> they move down the stairs, smelling gas as they uh, hear the snarls. Kyle commands him to shoot, it, uh, shoot her if she comes after them as Matt com- comments that it sounds like she- he knows her. He admits that uh, she's been in his life for a long time. 12 years to be exact. <laughs> uh, he sees a cable that's spilling gas on the ground. He tries fixing the leak with the cloth that's already there. Cut the cat and Michael upstairs, their lantern going out. Kyle requests f- uh, for more light as Matt leans over to try to uh, give it to him. Um, he instructs Matt to get back in the light w- when he hears her and he's just like, but you told me to pr- give you more light. It's true. Make up your goddamn yeah, mind, Kyle. Simon says. She grabs Matt, causing Kyle to fall on the ground as the lantern oil drops onto the floor. Cat and Michael Michael's lantern goes out. She hugs him close. He hits his glow stick on the bar, illuminating them in a soft green glow. You can just Tell her you had a glow stick. Yeah, to like have her be like, "This is the last time I'm gonna hug my it's baby like brother." In his hands the entire time. Where's his mom? Doesn't exist, bro. Like, I really want to know. Like, what the fuck? His mom's probably fucking Reveal. worried, sick. One hundred fifty year old mom. Matilda floats outside, watching them um, from in, outside the window. She looks back at the tooth fairy as uh, her moans become more rapid, smashing all the windows around them, causing Michael to drop his glow stick, but allowing him to jump down. The fairy grabs Cat. Kyle must uh, have played baseball because he chucks that lantern straight at that ghoulish woman. Cat uh, dro- drops down to the ground. Kyle yells for Michael to get out of the dark. He runs over to them. As the Tooth Fairy floats down toward them, Kyle notices that they are losing light, grabbing Kat so he could move her and flip the switch before the flame runs out. He drags her up the stairs to uh, to the best of his ability, dropping her, causing her to scream in pain. He tries to reach the... Uh, he tries to reach for the switch, but he can't, instructing Michael to hit the switch. He yells that he's stuck. Um, and... Excuse me. He yells that he's stuck, and all Kyle can say is, Go, Michael! <laughs> the light is almost out as Matilda approaches him, about to uh, grab him, but uh, it, he's burnt. But he's burnt by the little bit of light. Um, Excuse me, but is burnt by the little bit of light that uh, that they have. 
Michael is able to get get to the switch, causing her to writhe in pain and disappear as she screams. Kyle instructs them to wait. Um, to wait. <laughs> I love that she just goes poof. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> like oh, that's a new trick. <laughs> so you can check it out. Reach because because darkness falls, man. Yeah, Reaching for them to take his hand as as. He tells them to come on. Matilda is back, though, grabbing his bitch ass, pulling him into the air. The light bursts, and Get she him. continues holding him. He swipes her mask, scattering, him, her. <laughs> yeah. Love it. scattering it, causing teeth to fall outside of it, exposing her burnt face. But she, uh, but she tries to. She tries like hell to fight the light. Kyle lights his fucking sleeve on fire. He, then he uses it. To, this is great. <laughs> Hitting us with that one letter, I see you, bitch. <laughs> then proceeds to falcon punch yeah. her ass in the face. She got hella teeth up in that bitch. That looks like fucking... It's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. That's a lot of teeth. 14 in one shot. 14 teeth in one shot? Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, anyway, he yeah. falcon punches her like that. Like him punching her was going to catch her on fire, which it does. Yeah. That being enough to send Wait. her spiraling into a ball of flames and exploding in the most imaginative yet terrible CGI ever. <laughs> they all huddle and cuddle together as we pan down to a tooth that I can only assume is Kyle's last baby tooth. Well, what the fuck? What the fuck? How, how are we supposed to know what tooth this is? Fuck out of here. Made to some kid named Billy and his dad bringing him his tooth that fell out. He places he places it underneath his son's pillow, telling him not to peek. And as he kisses kisses and turns um, kisses him on the forehead and turns off the light, there's a murmur in his room. He looks up, calling for the tooth fairy, but it's his mom. What was your mom doing that? What's your mom doing? Was she trying to scare you? She's yeah, like, just kidding. It's just me. I want to kiss you. Darkness falls. She switches his tooth to a coin. Kissing him on the forehead before leaving out. Then credit credits. That's how the fucking movie ends. And then the rock song playing. This movie is so good. I know I loved it too. I'm so glad we both agree on it. Mm-hmm. This, awesome. this movie's definitely a movie. That's for sure. It is. Um this movie's not good, but I got movie facts for us here. <laughs> movie facts? The theatrical poster has an R rating posted at the bottom. However, the film is rated PG-13. Mm. Released R rated cut. Yeah. We'll hashtag it. The closing credits run for 11 minutes. This is because without the extra time, the movie would have been considered to, too short to release theatrically. I knew it. Yeah, they shouldn't have. I saw it. I was like, damn, 10 minutes of credits? What the fuck? Yeah. The sound of Matilda uh, Dixon's wailing throughout the film is really the sound of an elderly woman groaning in bed. <laughs> uh, the sound was both sped up in parts where Matilda screams and slowed down in the places where she gurgles or breathes heavily. I don't know if I like that at all. That is horrible. Uh, I don't like that. The lead character portrayed by Cheney Clay is afraid to go to sleep because of his reoccurring nightmares. Clay died in his sleep from an apparent breathing problem, which his father believed to be sleep apnea. The autopsy revealed um, it to be a drug overdose, however. He died? Holy shit. Wait, what the fuck? Oh, my God. So this is a haunted movie. What the fuck, dude? Is it the lead actor? Yeah. Cheney Clay. He died? Okay, let's look this up. He's afraid to go to sleep? Wait, hold on. This makes this movie even scarier. Yeah, he died in 2007. 
He was afraid to go to sleep and because he, he kept having reoccurring dreams that he would die in his sleep. And, he and then he actually died in his sleep. What the fuck? According to his father, the likely cause was sleep apnea. After an autopsy performed, the cause of death was a drug overdose. Um, stated by his uh, stated by his father afterwards, he was buried in Denver. Dude, that's hella scary. That was pretty nuts, man. It's pretty nuts. Damn. Huh. Well, fuck. The film went through five titles. The Tooth Fairy, Don't Peek, Fear of the Dark, The Tooth Fairy, The Ghost of Matilda Dixon, and The Tooth Fairy, Every Legend Has Its Dark Side. <laughs> it should have been that one <laughs> before it became Darkness Falls. Oh, my God. No, I actually do like the name Darkness Falls. Darkness Falls is a good name. Yeah. Definitely a good name. Uh According to the FX creator Steve Wang, the original version of Tooth Fairy was an angel of death. But when the script changes came in, his winged and toothy creature was uh, jetonized. Actor Doug Jones originally played the Tooth Fairy in Wang's incredible makeup. That would have been fucking tremendously better. With Doug Jones playing him? Come oh, the fuck okay. on. Yeah, yeah. That would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. Uh, the body count was actually 16 people. Damn. Cool. Cool. Well, anyway, let us know what you think of this movie over on Twitter. So good. At nightlight underscore pod. I think this is the movie we recovered on the podcast that I hated the most. Released the R-rated cut. Yeah, let Freddie see that. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. He needs it. Let, let him see that. Um, yeah. I like it. <laughs> I, I like it follows more than this one if that helps you feel better. Uh, both movies are just masterpieces. You know, a lot of people will agree with you on It Follows being a masterpiece. I don't know how many people will agree with you about that. I don't know. I, I, I tweeted about Darkness Falls at one point. <laughs> Let me see what the peeps said. All right, go for it. Right. Uh, let's talk about it in Midnight Hour. Let's do it. Let us know what you think of this because um, the next movie that we are going to be covering is 13 Ghosts. Ah, which I'm very excited to revisit. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. This is the film that technically started nightlight for us and david will be making his fucking return on that episode for sure so hearty har har but this was nightlight a horror movie podcast i was one of your hosts prince also known as head nights alongside me we have freddy always coming at spoopy always and forever with your help we can reach more ghoulish nights with your recommendation to someone who would actually enjoy the show if your podcast app allows you to rate our show consider giving us five stars rating because honestly it does help us out a ton for extra horror related content head over to patreon.com slash nightlight pod that's night with a what and remember everybody don't forget your nightlight <laughs>